Hello, hello. Hey there, everyone. This is Coach Kelly. Welcome to episode 187 of Let's Be Honest Before We Start Pretending. And this is going to be a two-part series on living your inspired life. Before I jump into that, I want to just say, I know that I said we were going to start a new season this month in February. However, inspiration has had so much buzz and so many requests for us to dive a little bit deeper that I thought, let us end season three with inspiration and continue on in season four. So I put a pause on the new season, season four, and that is coming very soon. And it is gonna come with some changes and I'm really excited to share those with you. So for now, what we're gonna do is we are gonna take a little bit deeper dive into what it means to live an inspired life. And by the way, this is dropping on February 5th. February 6th, I have a three part workshop series on living your inspired life that you are invited to and you can sign in. And even if you're listening to this a little bit later, if you sign up for it and register for it in the month of February, you'll get all the replays. So even if you're like, it's a little bit later in the month, I didn't catch the first one, so on and so forth. Leaders don't wait, they create, jump in. I will make this available for the entire month of February. Yay, I'm excited. I am excited because I think it's such an important topic. And I had such a great time last month with my guests, Coach Brianna Harward and Jenny Ponzurek, who are you guys listening to their podcast? They are launched, they are out in the world, and they are incredible and so inspiring. Such great work that they are doing for people, with people, for people and with people, right? So if you're not tuning in, check it out, go to the show notes. You can click over to my website and where I talked about them and all their links and all the things and get on it. So much inspiration. So I had a lot of feedback from the episodes and people really wanted to know more, which was one of the reasons that we decided to do living your inspired life workshop series where you get to work with me in our community to really dive deeper into it so that you can take the pressure off. Cause here's what I know this time of year, there's so much pressure. Like, did we set all our goals in January? Did we get it all happening in January? What are we doing? And sometimes the foot can come off the gas a little bit. And, oh, this reminds me, I love this. So there is a gal that I follow on Instagram. Shout out to Molly the mom. I'll put her in the show notes too. And you guys can follow her too. I just think she's funny. She's a mom. You know, here's the thing. We don't have a lot, a lot in common. She's moms of littles. I got I'm a mom, but they're, they're grown, right? But I can still relate to her. And what I love about her is she literally doesn't take herself so seriously. She's funny and just brings like so much lightness and humor into our day-to-day. And I find her inspiring. And I was watching one of her reels and she was talking about it was toward the beginning of January and she was talking about what is this pressure to like 
have it all figured out. So for those of you who do New Year's resolutions and, you know, if you've been around for a while, you know, I don't do resolutions. I make declarations, right? That's a whole episode you can go and listen to. So she was like, you know, there's so much pressure to make these resolutions and set these goals and have it all figured out January 1st. She's like, but you know what? We're tired. We just got through the holidays and all the hustle and the bustle. And it's also winter. And in winter, we're supposed to be resting and rejuvenating so that we can, you know, pop up in the spring and do our thing, right? I'm paraphrasing. She didn't say that, but that's the way that I, I would say it, right? So she said, you know, so January, like, do we have to in January? Does that have to be the new year? So she was essentially like, let's start a petition for a new day for the new year. I was intrigued. She said, and then February is such a short month. So why don't we make March 1st the new year? I'm like, yes, Molly the mom. Let us make March 1st the new year. Happens to be my birthday. Happens to be a fresh start for me every single year. So I loved it. I was like, let's sign the petition. I'm all in, right? What I loved about it is take the pressure off. Take it off. And you get to start when you start, right? So I believe that every single day is a brand new moment of now. And I believe that that's a fresh start in you make your new year whatever day you want to make your new year. I am here for it. So anywho, I loved that reminder. And it just reminds me, especially right now, because I've heard from a lot of people like January has just been a little wonky. It's been a little weird. And I think people are a little tired. And so take the pressure off and let's ease into this. Okay, let's ease into this. That's what I'm here for. So have you noticed that there are people in this world who seem to move through with a different attitude that really supports them. They almost make it look like going through hard things, challenging things. They make it look like they're moving through it with ease, things like that. Have you ever noticed that? And I would say that that doesn't mean that they are not having challenges or that there aren't some things that really suck happening, right? Or that things aren't hard. It's that they're more committed to moving through it in a different way. Maybe in a way of, I'm going to use the word easier. I don't know that it's easier because we go through these things that are hard and hard is hard, right? But they are moving through it in what I would say a resourceful way, meaning they are being resourceful. They are taking care of themselves. They are asking for help or setting boundaries or, you know, creating their priorities and sticking with them, things like that. All right. So one of the things that I think contributes to that is living an inspired life. I think that that contributes to it. So today in part one of our two-part series, we're going to talk about what does it mean to live an inspired life? Where do I even begin living an inspired life? If you're coming to your inspired life workshop, we're going to dive even deeper into that so that you're creating your inspired life. And I'm going to help you do that. So we're going to look at that. We're going to look at that. We're going to look at what does it feel to be inspired? What does it feel when the funk creeps in? Things like that. And then on part two, which will be two weeks from now, we are going to look at how. Oh, how is like the million dollar question, right? How do I do this? So we're going to look at some proven practices that help you stay inspired 
even when the funk comes in to try to take you out. You know what I mean? All right. So let's talk about that. What does it mean to be inspired? What is inspiration? We've talked about it last month, how it's this sort of spark that you get or this feeling that you get that's come from outside of you, meaning maybe you watched somebody, maybe you watched a motivational speaker, maybe you listened to a podcast, read a book, saw something in a movie, took a walk, anything like that. But it was something outside of you that sparked inspiration inside of you. And and I would ask that you check in and see like, what does it feel like for me when I'm inspired? For me, it's like Pac-Man's having a good day. <laughs> okay. Do y'all remember that game Pac-Man? Pac-Man. I can't, I don't, I can't even do the theme song from it, but Pac-Man. And it was this arcade game back in the day. Anywho, this little guy kind of running around Pac-Man in, in your stomach. Now I can have the Pac-Man moment two different ways. One where I'm like <gasps> super nervous or one when I'm super inspired. And sometimes inspiration and nerves kind of come together at the same time. Might feel like butterflies. For me, I feel it in my gut. That's where I feel it. I don't necessarily feel it in my head, though it will spark an idea that I'm starting to think about. It's doing a little dance between the brain and between my gut. And now I'm checking in with my heart to see is this in alignment with my purpose and why I'm here? And usually the answer is yes. I truly believe that inspiration is that spark that reminds us about our purpose. Yes. Now, just as quickly as we can get that spark, just as quickly that feeling can leave. And so that's why in part two of this series in a couple of weeks, we're going to dive in to some practices to really help you keep the feeling, right? To keep the feeling. Now, I'm not going to suggest that it is going to be a feeling you have 24-7, but I am going to suggest that being inspired as a practice really is a non-negotiable as a leader in your life. It really is because times get tough. The funk creeps in. Circumstances become hard. Things happen that shake us to our core. And how do we move through it? How do we want to move through it? That's the question. And so what I find is that there are six categories, if you will, that people generally look at when they're looking at setting out sort of their life goals, right? They're setting them up. We look at them whenever your new year is, we look at them. And those areas are usually health, relationships, family, friends, spiritual, God, higher power, your trusted source, finances, career. Hey, what am I doing in life? What career do I have? And play. Play is so important. I don't know that that's always a category in people's area that they look at, but if you work with me, it's one you can pretty much count on. Play. Okay, so health, relationships, spiritual, finances, career, and play. Play, like what am I doing for joy and fun, right? What's happening for joy and fun? That's play for me. There's a lot of ways that I love to play, but that's another episode. So oftentimes when I'm working with people, I'll also ask you like, is there another category you want to add? Because those are the typical ones, but give yourself a seventh in case there's an area there that you want to look at too. And all of a sudden, when we start looking at that, we start looking at from 
the view of what's the problem. What's the problem I have in health, relationships, spirituality, finances, career, and play? There's nothing wrong with that. Because when we are like, do I have a problem? I'm not suggesting you are a problem. Do I have a problem? Is there a challenge? Is there something I want to change? Gives you a clue into what do I want? And that's the question we want to answer. What do I want in my health? What do I want in my relationships, my spirituality, my finances, career, and play? What do I want? What do I want? That's an outcome, right? And let's go a little bit deeper and say, why do I want it? And why is it important to me? Okay. You know me, I always say, P&O, don't pass go without your P&O. P and O. Sometimes I say that fast and someone's like, what are you saying, P&O? P and O. Don't pass go without your P and O. Purpose and outcome. I don't know two better questions than those, quite frankly. What do you want and why do you want it? All right. So those are the areas. Now, here's where I think it gets really interesting. And this is something that I don't think we always think about. When I have the thing that I've identified in my health, what's happening in my life? When I have the thing, what's happening? How am I feeling? How do I want to feel? What are the experiences that I'm having around me? What's happening? Okay. I don't know that we stop to think about it. And I'm going to suggest that that is absolutely you want to bring into it because there will be these transformations along the way and you're going to feel them, right? You're going to experience them. You're going to see them. You're going to hear them, okay? We do a lot of this work at a very deep dive in our Lift Her group coaching program for women and it works. Talk to any one of them. It works. Okay. I've seen it over and over and over again. So you want to add in, how do I want to feel? Now, here's why I'm bringing inspiration in. Here's why I'm bringing inspiration in. I'm going to tell you all a story. You've been around for a while. You know that in 2023, I took on some big health goals. Okay. I got two nifty new knees in 2023, one in February no, one in September, then one in February. Actually, one in February, then one in September. When you guys are listening to this, we're just about, my left knee is almost one years old. What? Okay. So I can't say that I was like, woohoo, let's go have two major surgeries in one year, right? I can't say that, but I knew when I set out to set those goals, when I went out to set them, like, what do I want in my life in the way of health? What I knew is I wanted to be able to move around with energy and ease. And my knees had become a big problem, big problem, really rotten, right? And when I moved, it hurt. So guess what? I started moving less and less. Hence, what you hear me say, I want to move around with energy and ease. Okay, so how am I going to feel being able to move around with energy and ease? What am I going to be experiencing? What will I see? What will I hear? Things like that, right? And I really got into it. I really got into it. I don't know if I 100% believed it until I remember one day watching, I think it was on Instagram, and it was after the new year. 
shortly after the new year, before I took on the first knee surgery. And I remember watching Oprah and Gail and some friends, and they were hiking in Hawaii. And it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Now, I had heard that Oprah had had knee surgery, but I didn't know what kind of knee surgery she had had. Just knew that she had had it. And I also was thinking, my goodness, I have never seen Oprah look so happy and healthy and vibrant and loving life, right? And I think, and I have followed Oprah like for years and years and years, and I absolutely love her. She is someone who inspires me. And I thought, gosh, this is amazing. And then I heard something. I heard her say, I should be the poster child for new knees because she was hiking. She was hiking. And hiking was one of the things that I said, what I'm experiencing is I'm out in nature and I'm hiking and I'm enjoying it. That was one of the things I had said. So I heard her say it and I went, oh, and it sparked something in me. I got excited. And believe me, I talked to my husband about it. I talked to my kids about it. I talked to friends. I couldn't stop talking about it. And I know I'm not, I guess I'm not Oprah. I understand that. I'm not trying to be Oprah. I was inspired by her courage to take that on and her commitment to her health journey. It was inspiring and I got to see her experiencing it. And I felt inspired, like it was this spark that ignited me. So I went back and I wrote myself a letter. I wrote myself a letter that I'll be opening this month. As a matter of fact, dear Kelly, a year from now, after two nifty new knees, what I would what I would be experiencing, feeling and seeing. And I don't know what it says yet because I haven't opened it yet, okay? So I wrote myself a letter and it tapped into my purpose, my purpose for being here on this earth because I am here to serve and create impact. And in order to be able to do that, I got to live and I got to move my body and all the things, right? So it's all in it together. So that was it. It was like, go time, let's go. And so in January, toward the beginning of that, I was like, it's on, it's on. And if you've been listening, you've heard those episodes and what was occurring and what I went through to move through some challenges in order to get to that place. And we did it. We did it. We did it. I can't wait to open that letter and I will open it and share it with you probably in the March episodes. Okay. So the reason that I am really letting y'all know that inspiration is so important is because it is coupled with your purpose and outcome, the thing that's going to compel you to keep going. Because I wish I could tell you it was a piece of cake to move through two major surgeries. Not really. Not really. There were things I got to go back to and remember what was inspiring me. We'll talk about this more in the practices, but I wrote them down. I really did. I wrote them down and I took it, I took it on. Okay. So in order to stay inspired, it means that every single day, it's got to be inspiration as a practice, which we're going to take on in part two in two weeks. But you got to know what you want. You got to know why you want it. Because here's the thing. When we feel inspired, it's a great feeling. So again, check where you feel it, what happens for you, and write it down so you remember. Okay? So you remember. My thing is this. Do I want to wake up inspired or do I want to wake up in dread? I'm going to tell you I want to wake up inspired. Do I want to have the Sunday scaries or do I want to have the Sunday let's go? I want to have the Sunday let's go. 
That's what I want in all areas of my life. Will it be perfect? Absolutely not. Will it be excellent? Absolutely yes. Absolutely yes. And so living an inspired life, your inspired life, you get to create it. You get to decide. You get to design. You get to. You get to. And the more that you get it all over yourself, the more apt you are to create it. Because your energy is focused in the area that you want it to go, your intention is aligned with what you say you want, and you are in inspired action every single day. Every single day. And I'm going to say inspired action is much more fun than, oh, I got to do this thing. I know I need to take action. I got to do this thing. Right? You choose. Okay, you choose. So let's look at the other side of inspiration, the opposite of inspiration, and that's the funk. I call it the funkity funk funk. You've all been there at one time or two. I have as well. And the funk sets in. You do not feel motivated. You do not feel inspired. You feel funky, funky, and it doesn't feel good. So check and see what that feels like in your body. Where do you feel the funk in your body, right? going to tell you for me, it's the same place. It's at that gut level. Also, my mind chatter is going like crazy because my brain's like, cool, we're going to live in some uncertainty right now. And I am going to paint you some really yucky pictures. Okay. Okay. Just to make the funk extra special. Right. So I want you to check that out. And then what does that lead to when we're in the funk? It leads to some dread. It's the next day. I got to feel this. It leads to the Sunday scaries. It creates more doubt and fear and all those things. Now, I believe that the funk also has a purpose for us. I really do. I believe that the funk has a purpose for us. I believe that we are going to go through it every now and again. And that's okay. It's okay. It's serving a purpose. Because when we get out of the funk and we get back into inspiration, it really, really shows us even more so what's important to us, okay? So maybe sometimes the funk is there to give yourself a little rest. I don't know, but that's another episode we'll do down the road. We will. But you can ask yourself, yeah, I'm curious on those times where I was in a funk, what was occurring for me? Why was it here? I'm just curious. And I don't mean like, why was it here? Go down the rabbit roll, like, why am I in the funk? But like, I'm curious, what what purpose did it serve? Okay. I believe that to stay inspired, we have got to be in a state of curiosity all the time. Really and truly, if you think about it, I think that people that are living a really inspired life are curious. I think they even have a state of wonder and awe most of the time. And if you think about it, and you are in a state of curiosity, wonder and awe, how are you seeing things? And I don't mean from any sort of Pollyanna place. I mean from how are you really seeing things? Because, you know, we can see things through different lenses. We decide. We can see things through a lens of judging. We can see things through a lens of doubting. We can see things through a a lens of confidence. Y'all try to say that five times fast. I'm like stumbling over my tongue here. We can see things through a lens of inspiration. And what more is available to us from that? I'm going to suggest there's more fulfillment, there's more joy, and even perhaps some more ease. 
and certainly some more resourcefulness to be able to move through the things that are really challenging us. So as I wrap this up today, what I want to suggest is between now and our next episode, which is in two weeks, that you really sit down and you think, where does inspiration live for me in my body? Where do I feel it? Same thing with the funk. So just, we're just identifying, we're acknowledging it, okay? And perhaps even take a look at those six areas in your life that are typical, health, relationships, family, friends, finances, spirituality, career, play, and, you know, give yourself, if you have a seventh, put it in, that's okay, right? And really look and ask yourself, here's what I want in 2024. This is what I want. Or if you're listening to this in a different year, that's okay. What do I want this year, right? And how does it feel? What am I feeling? How does it feel? What am I feeling? What am I experiencing? What am I seeing around me? How does that feel? Because when you identify that, I really believe something will show up for you. Someone will show up for you. Something will show up for you that inspires you to keep going. Like I was sharing with you about my story about seeing a reel on Instagram of Oprah and Gail hiking. And it was a nanosecond, but I got it because I was clear why I was having the knee surgeries. You see what I mean? So identify those, spend some time there, spend some time in times where you had some funk, what was going on and spend some time in times where you were feeling inspired, what was going on, get that all over you. So that when we come back for part two and I am literally into the how we stay inspired, it's going to make more sense, okay? Because you'll have something real for you that you can use when we move into it. Again, I want to remind you, if you want to take a deeper dive into this, jump into the Your Inspired Life workshop series. There are links in the show notes, links on my website. Message me, I'll get you in, right? And if it's beyond the first workshop start date, as long as you're in the month of February and you reach out to me, you can get those workshops so that you take a deeper dive into it. But click the link, you'll get all the information on it. Because I would love for people to have an inspired life more so than a funky life. Because when we're inspired, we will then go and help others be inspired, right? I think it's a ripple effect out in the world. And I like it. Actually, I love it. I'd love for us to be on that mission together, right? I love being inspired. It creates so much more joy and fulfillment. So play with that. I'll be back for part two of this and we're gonna dive into like, how do I stay inspired? And I'm gonna give you some ideas that you can practice to stay inspired, okay? So thanks so much for listening today. I know there's great value for you as you move through your day and lead that inspiring life. I'd love to hear what you're creating along the way. So, you know, drop in because I listened to your feedback. I heard your feedback. That's why we're diving in a little bit deeper on inspiration, right? It's so important. We have a choice to lead our life or follow our circumstances. So why not lead it with inspiration? Have a great week ahead. And you know what? If it's not shaping up the way you want it to, take the lead and create a fantastic one. I'll see you on part two, living your inspired life. Take care.